Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. And this is the only podcast where you will get wet and you may get soaked. Huh? Is that anything? Yes. Full stop. (laughs) (sighs) I'm worn out. Yeah. Yeah, I... All that live weather <laughs> yeah. that I didn't watch all of. <laughs> that I went to bed at a reasonable time during. Um, My favorite part about the live letter was in the... Not even in the job action trailer proper, but in that like little intro where they have all the job icons moving around the board. Um, mm-hmm. The red mage icon can be seen off of the board because they backflipped off the arena. Ah. <laughs> And as a former Red Mage main who has done that in Savage Raiding, I felt very seen in that moment. I thought you were going to say Blue Mage was over there because it's not a real job. <laughs> no, Blue Mage got no camera time because it's not a real job. Mm-hmm. We might be uh, relegated to them talking about Blue Mage whenever they talk about Disciple of Land and Hand Changes. <laughs> Blue Mage is now a gathering class. That's why we had to get rid of High Class high quality items yeah that was some things i saw when i woke up because i that they didn't say that when i was um, watching it and i was just like huh i mean i get i get that it's gonna make um backspace a little bit easier but also that has interesting implications for crafters yeah the first thing that i saw before i saw that there was like no high quality items in general the first thing i saw was high quality items will no longer be available on the market board mm-hmm. and i was like what yeah, and then what I saw first-ish was that um, high-quality items can no longer be gathered, mm-hmm. which means... A limited you... number of high-quality items in the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not only high-quality, but it's rare-quality. <laughs> oh no, they're going to turn high-quality gizzle grass into fucking NFTs. <laughs> I mean, I hate being this cynical, but sometimes I, I can't help but to think, like, it's only a matter of time before Square does something that they come under fire for in that regard. Or uh, They've done a pretty good job not doing that so far. Yeah. Yeah, but that all, I feel like that only means that, like, it, I don't know. Game, game Listen, corporations... If they, haven't gotten, if they haven't come under fire for any of the racist stuff in the game... <laughs> The thing is, is, like, they have, it's just that section of the community, I feel like people tend to not really give a platform to, mm-hmm. even if it is, like, valid criticism. People will just be like, oh, okay, moving on. And it's like, uh, maybe let's not move on. Maybe let's remove that, like, racist Halloween costume from the game. <laughs> that took a weird turn. I was thinking of the Beast Tribe quests, or just the Beast Tribes in general. Uh huh. No, yeah. There's there's a lot of shit with baggage in Final Fantasy fourteen and in Final Fantasy games, kind of just like across the board. Mm. Um. So we're here to come up with a fake funny video game. Mm. Uh, we rolled sci-fi action RPG last time, and then I proceeded to not think at all about it for more than like a day. Yeah, the only sci-fi... I, I thought a little bit of it that day, and then just, nope. 
The only sci-fi that's been in my brain is me thinking about sage actions. Mm. Love to love to shoot a laser that heals my team. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. I liked watching the stuff animate. Mm-hmm. Although it really <clears throat> just makes me curious, like what are the possible different like weapon looks that you could even have no, going exactly. forward for that? Exactly. Like, also, what sort of weapons are going to get backported? Like, are they going to go back to like certain extreme trials and make a sage weapon for? And like, how crazy is that going to look? Mm-hmm. Love to make my jaw just pop by opening it. Mm, I heard that. Definitely a healthy and normal thing for your body to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely a thing that happens to me like nearly daily at this point. <laughs> I do not know the cause of this. Bodies be like. Bones be like, hey, what if we were just way noisier than you think we should be? What if you're forced to confront the fact that you've got bones all the time? I'm used to having bones. The bones aren't the problem. I just don't like thinking about them that much. I I prefer them to be in the background, unseen and unheard. A stealth game where you're a skeleton. Inside someone's body. (laughs) And you don't, you need to try to do the things that you need to do without letting them know that you're there. Mm Mm-hmm. It's that anime about the white blood cells, but you're a skeleton instead. Trying to convince your human body host to drink milk and eat spare ribs. (laughs) Without letting them realize that you are a skeleton inside their body. Mm -hmm. And that's been RNGG. Yep. Goodbye! Uh, no. Um, I'm gonna start a timer. 45 minutes on the clock. Let's go. Immediately doing a big yawn after I start the timer. So what kind of sci-fi do we want to fuck with? I just... My brain is stuck in the, like, Gundam-y kind of, like, sage realm of sci-fi right now. Mm-hmm. I want, like, lasers and laser magic. Like a fantasy star. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's like... <laughs> my, my brain goes dead. And it's like, okay, that's it. I had a thought for a second. Like, all right, well, what if it's just, like, all androids? Like, all your player characters are androids. But then I was like, all right, well, what's the fucking setting where that's happening? You know? I mean, so, um... Taking a page from a game about androids and kind of their role in the world um like near automata that takes place in a apocalyptic world that's like way 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 past the apocalypse mm-hmm. and it's kind of just like making sense of it all and like their humanity slash lack thereof of humanity Let's let's talk about Big O for a second. Sorry, the Big O, not okay. Big O notation. Okay. The thing that I never fucking understood. <laughs> and I took so many comp sci courses and like past tests, and I still don't know how the fuck to calculate Big O notation of a algorithm. <laughs> and I never will. No one will ever be able to explain that to me in a way that it makes sense. Um, so in that game, the, or not game, anime series, yeah. it's probably a game. I know the Big O shows up in, like, 
the Super Robot Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, in that series, there's the city of Paradigm, because 40 years before the show started, it destroyed everything other than the city and gave everybody amnesia. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, very similar to something from, let's say, Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Side note, but <laughs> I can't wait for you to be, like, caught up more so then we can start making Final Fantasy fourteen fan games, but also, like, discuss spoilers. It's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, help me level my white mage so that way I can play that in the main story. Quest. Absolutely. Because I was doing Bard's class quests, and then I was like, well... Bard's got so many. Bard's got so many buttons, but I've remembered what they all do mostly. Yeah, yeah. By which I mean, I know to hit the mage ballad button, and occasionally I'll remember to hit Army's pay on. <laughs> hey, yeah, fifty-two. You get song number three, so you should have a song going at all times. You mean song number four? Battle song <laughs> that is a part of your core rotation number. No three. one gives a fuck about wardens, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because like I I backseat heal whenever I play Bard and I'm always throwing that shit out like oh healer you've got paralysis let me toss my Bard Asuna on you or I know you're not gonna remove this heavy from me so I'll just do it myself and like I'm always very actively pushing that button is that so, what that fucking button does I forgot what that button does yeah it's it's <laughs> it is Asuna if somebody has a cleansable debuff and if they don't have a cleansable debuff it puts a barrier on them that nullify that nullifies the next cleansable debuff that would have been applied to them Mm, okay yeah yeah okay that's that's sounding familiar again there's like um there's a couple of alliance raids where like i have intentionally fucked up mechanics because i know i could survive it because like there's like one in particular that i'm thinking of where like if the boss like does a uh, a swipe attack that'll hit like the whole right side of the arena or the whole left side of the arena and the initial damage usually won't kill you but it's the really nasty bleed side effect that comes after that that'll make you perish so uh, sometimes um i'll just be like well i'm not dodging that and i'll just cleanse the bleed as soon as it comes on and then like i'm fine i'll live <laughs> i have second wind come on but yeah, I know, of course I'll help you all with your white mage. I, I still have, um... <laughs> I still have Dark Knight to level, and... Two other melees? Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be the, the rowdy monk that you're like, Hey, stop standing in that. You have a region, you dumbass. What the fuck is a positional? Uh, positionals are my bread and butter. I, I adore. I am, I am the positional liker. I hate them. I also have brain worms and I've been playing this game for like, mm, you know, forever. Telling me I have to learn a positional is like spitting in my face. I love, um, I love that they were like, Reaper's main combo doesn't have any positionals, but they're, uh, all of the like avatar skills do, which is so. It's like the the opposite of what like samurai does, which I think is very funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So I, I like the idea of what if it's um. Maybe not like everybody has amnesia. Maybe there's like a big event and it puts all of, like the humans of the sci-fi city into like a stasis. Hmm. And you play as like androids that are 
undoing it or like prepping the world for rehab rehabitation mm, or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Wait, sorry. Very important update. Mm-hmm. You know the the splash art that was in the back of the job trailer, like oh, or the, good. That does include Blue Mage. Yeah. They didn't forget about my weird baby. Is it the one next to? Where is it? Which one? Down is by it? the gunbreaker with the luscious hair. Okay. Yeah. God, the fucking gunbreaker's hair is just so tall. It's. I love it. I. I. I'm secretly hoping that is a teaser for for Hrothgar hairstyles before Fem Hroth come out. If I could get that hairstyle on any character, that would be the hair I need to use to like, just make myself in Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> like my hair is not like that voluminous, but but also you know. if somebody did like JRPG art of you, it would be. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to <laughs> derail us. <laughs> Um, uh, why am I yawning so much? That 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 is a question. Um. Okay. So I I do like the idea of playing as androids and robots. Hmm. Because then you can you know, uh, run the gamut of like the humanoid looking ones like Aegis or Dorothy. Hmm. Uh, all the way to just like this is just a fucking loader mech. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and in the middle, there's also C-3PO. Mm-hmm. I just thought of some very cursed words that I refuse to say on the podcast, but I will send them to you. <laughs> very cursed. Absolutely wretched words. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> uh huh. God, this ep- oh. this episode is off to a very good good start. We've talked about Final Fantasy fourteen, and I've yawned like five times since I've, I started the timer, and I have laughed for fifty percent of the timer. Uh, so. What's, like, the big event? What do we need androids to do? What is... I feel like... I mean, how, how like, current events do we want to make this? Um... Because, like, this could be, like, a, a pandemic response. I don't think it should be that. Okay. But if you want to do, like, natural global warming stuff, we can do that. Mm. I'll fuck with that. Yes, let's do that, then. It's like a... <laughs> These dumbasses thought, well, if the humans are the the cause of, like, you know, rising emissions, instead of, like, it's it's very, like, tech bro Twitter response to be like, yes, instead of, like, cutting out on, like, our own emissions and, like, you know, weaning us off of, like, gasoline as a society, let's just put all the humans to sleep and let nature kind of go back to normal and then when things are settled, the androids can wake us up. I mean, yeah, it would be something like that. I was thinking, like, if you want to go slightly, like, definitely still in, like, that weird tech bro space. Yeah. But, like, a little bit less cynical about it. Um, be like, uh, so we've done the math, so here's the plan. Um, things are getting too noxious out here, like, we are needing to mass produce, like, 
filtration systems at an alarming rate that is like not helping the situation Mm -hmm. so if we have like some automated stuff doing this work yeah and then maybe like a handful of humans that are like out and about to you know in like major cities to keep up on stuff well you'd have to have like that has to be a worldwide thing because you know not even just major cities Mm. becomes weirder um but you know, like you know, some some global teams that are still up while a majority of human life is put into stasis. Mm. I'm just like I, I'm, I'm trying not to be like entirely cynical about this because I'm just like, what if one of the major plot points is the androids discussing whether or not it's worth like waking up all the humans after all this is said and done? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think that is an aspect in there. Yeah. I don't know how which side of the thing to fall because like. And and I feel like I don't want to take the, well, it's all about player choice, and, like, you decide, because I feel like... Because leaving something as an option still means that we, in some ways, are okay with people deciding that. Yeah, that, and I also want, at least my art, to say something. I want to, like, mm-hmm. I want my art to have, you know, align with my own, like, you know, beliefs in some way. I think like, we're going to be pro waking the people up. For yeah, sure. I think I think it's it's a, a case of like we can do better. It's just it's going to take work and it's not going to be easy. But like I feel like the e- not necessarily the easy way is not an easy decision to make. But I feel like the a, a an easy way out of this is just to more or less pull the plugs on humankind. And like, yeah, and it's definitely not a good thing. I say yeah, no to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like there's gotta be like, th- there's a weirdness that is sticking on me ever since I said the words like make it androids. Mm. Of like, yeah, the humans all got put in stasis. Now the androids are here, and like the reintegration process of like, all right, well, are these androids like sentient enough to be like classified as a life form? Right. And, like, I think that could also be, like, a, um... Because I think, like, Nier Automata does, like, a really good job of, like, kind of discussing that and, like... game I have not played or watched. <laughs> it's a game I haven't finished. But from what I know about it, like, you know, the, that is something that is kind of explored in that game. And I feel like it kind of comes down on the side of, like, androids are people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... This isn't like, this is only barely relevant. It's like, oh, there's a Doctor Who episode that's like that. <laughs> um, hmm. and then like, how do you like, you know, incorporate that? Is the thing. It's like, I don't know. It seems, yeah. Maybe we need to scrap some of the setting. Hmm. I do want to stick with the playing as like robot humanoids. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. I don't know, maybe it could just be, like, um, I, I kind of, I, I kind of like the idea of, like... Because I was also having a hard time figuring out what the action RPG elements of that are. Mm-hmm. Um, what if... Alright, let, let me twist, let me throw a different pitch at you. Hmm. Playing as a scouting force of, um, you know, artificial humans. Hmm. Or, and humanoids. Because there are just, like, some just real robot motherfuckers mm. um you know just that are like sent out to explore different like planetary bodies and stuff okay yeah 
with like zero human input like on the team mm. but like you know there's like reporting to like a, a base that's got like you know like a friendly scientist and then maybe like a fucking shitty military man or whatever you know mm-hmm. i don't know what the uh the negative like the the, the rising actions and all of that are caused by but i think that's a good start maybe mm-hmm. yeah definitely leans itself more to like an action rpg setting i guess mm-hmm. i guess like the the fact of it being an action rpg is there has to be something there to beat up yeah what's the thing that's getting beat up mm-hmm. other robots sentient space junk you know that space trash we have out there in the cosmos that was only going to get more and more uh, fucked up as as we pretend, continue to send things into space? Mm-hmm. What if just like all of that started collecting and amassing and, you know, like, there's there's tech in there. Mm-hmm. Something, you know, gets crosswired, uh, flip, a switch gets flipped by radiation, you know, like in that Mario speedrun or whatever. Then, like, I think you got, yeah, yeah, I think playing with, like, funky, like, solar radiation could be fun. Mm-hmm. It's our second game in, like, a very short period of time where we're like, what if the enemies are just, like, made out of scrap? <laughs> Look, I just think it's a very, I would say underexplored, but I think, like, feel like it's a good aesthetic, and it's, uh, nice, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like as you're exploring, you start to find coming across this stuff, and then uh, you get sent into like the heart of it until you find like the uh, the mother brain essentially, mm. uh, and then you beat it up, and you start a recycling system. Mm-hmm. I think that is like a, a big part of it. Is, like you can like after you beat up enemies, instead of getting experience points, you are getting scrap, and you can spend the scrap on upgrades on yeah. your skill trees. It's you're recycling a... the tech. <laughs> It's a little bit of like Dark Souls, like that, because yeah. you're like the the currency of the game is both what you spend on upgrades, but also like to purchase things. Sorry, now I'm watching a like video commercial for the the Sonic and Cookie Run. <laughs> is that thunder or a motorcycle? On my end, yeah. I think it's just like some sort of vehicle outside. Okay, because I was gonna laugh if it was a thunderstorm again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it seems clear today. <laughs> At least for now. For now, it's it's uh when, when we get together like this, it, or for stream, we we just bring in the the weather. Mm-hmm. Actually, it rained last night here, which was really nice. Oh. What wasn't nice was I had my window open all night in my bathroom, so I woke up to a big oh. puddle and that windowsill being soaked. And of course, it's city rain, so it's not just water, it's got, like, residue in it. Ugh. So I gotta, like, actually scrub it. I can't just, like, towel it down. I'm having a hard time focusing and coming up with more fun ideas for this idea. And I'm looking at the timer, and we still have quite a bit of time left, so I'd feel bad calling it. Okay, well, let's talk about, like, the the combat, the punching, is it punching, what, what is there, like, what are your options for fighting? 
I think it depends on which robot you are in control of. I think you can swap between them. Okay, so it's it's a character based in that yeah, way. Yeah, it's like um I guess like the easiest way for me to describe it. Like you can do this in Xenoblade, but um like if you were playing Final Fantasy 15, but you could tap a shoulder button and you're controlling a different character. Mhm. Mm -hmm. Like on the on the battlefield already. Yeah. I would also maybe do the twist though of it's like Final Fantasy 15, but also if Noctis only had like a smaller selection of weapons available to him. Yeah. That way each of the people on the squad had like a niche. Mm-hmm. You know, you obviously your big like loader uh, construction style bot. Mm. You have your uh your robot with the sage funnels that <laughs> looks like an anime girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a cam cameo to Newliths in here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and there's definitely like the midweight. I think like mid-sized, but with like spider-style limbs. Oh, by which yeah. I mean, it's like long and thin. Yeah, and that's like a like a roguish style. Hmm. And then I don't know what the other one is. Uh, well, there's the the Newlith one, but I also feel like there should just be like one. That's like, they're like a scrapomancer. So they just like, essentially they're the, like, caster. But they just like throw scrap at people with telekinesis or something like that. Or probably magnet powers, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Do some mm. funky stasis stuff. Oh, yeah, like a big, I like some like big motor arms that have magnets in them. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they they've got like big motor arms, but also they're more or less the mage of the party. <laughs> they look like a human sized version of the big O. <laughs> You've seen the big O, right? I yeah, I've seen the um the design of the main the main Rubit. With its like big forearms that go up past its head. Mmm. Does it also have like a fancy mustache? No, you're thinking of the turn A Gundam. Oh. Robots with mustaches are fun. I'm I'm taking the stance. I know it's it's controversial, but I'm making my position known. I think m robots with mustaches are fun. There might be a robot that has a mustache in the series, but I've only watched a little bit of it. It's a good visual style. Yeah, as I was say, I really like the like the silhouettes and the the posing for the main characters. Mm -hmm. Very noir aesthetic too. You know, I might have been thinking about fucking Major or Colonel from Mega Man, I think is what I'm thinking of. Oh. <laughs> it, I have no choice. Because <laughs> it's like, the, it, I feel like whichever Mega Man character I'm thinking of has like a similar silhouette to like the main guy from Big O. It's just a robot instead and mustached. Mm -hmm. Seems like a Mega Man X or a Mega Man Zero character. Mm. Can you hear me, Zero? <laughs> uh, we need to come up with the name. Mm. What's the name of that Netflix movie I watched? About the... Uh... What was it called? Space Sweepers. That was the one that I watched. Mm. That's not really related, but I recommend it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I feel like Space Junk is just like too much of an indie game name. <laughs> like if it wasn't an action RPG, I would call it that. Yeah. What about Space Junkers? Mm. <laughs> that sounds like a History Channel show. <laughs> <laughs> where they just go like crabbing but for space junk and then they mm-hmm. just go through and sift through the stuff they found <laughs> that, um, what's the show where they go through the storage containers and then they like bid on them and then realize it's just like full of like severed baby doll heads that they paid $500 for uh I know the show. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Is it just called Storage Wars? That's what I was thinking. I was like, is Storage Wars the right thing? Is Storage Wars the one that that is? Yeah. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. You ever watch the show Junkyard Wars? That's a Discovery show. Junkyard Wars is legit. That's the good stuff. It was good as hell. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of that. I watched a lot of the same episodes that they played. Yeah. Like, there was a summer where that was just like, alright, I'm up earlier, that's the thing I'm gonna watch. I watched someone do an equivalent of Junkyard Wars, but in Gmod once. Ooh. And I just, I'm just craving to see someone do that again. I want more of that. Hmm. I want games where you just like, alright, here's a physics engine, build something, and then we're gonna make you do something with it. I think the thing that they were doing was like, alright, build a fucking car that you can play soccer with in Gmod. Mmm. Which I guess is like the the conceit of games like Besiege. But mm-hmm, I want like a competitive mm-hmm. version of that. Yeah. Okay. What if we take the concept of space junk and we just like class it up a bit and call it astral debris? Ha! <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good. I The, um... What I was going to suggest was Space Scrubbers, mm. but I think that's a little bit more your, you, you run a car wash, but for spaceships, which is a really good concept. Uh-huh. Maybe that's like a chapter, maybe that's a chapter within this game. <laughs> like, like the concept of hard space ship breakers, but instead of tearing a ship apart, you're just cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> House flipper, but for spaceships. <laughs> We have a budget of five million credits. I am a Xeno, uh, a Xenobio photographer, and my wife is she collects solar radiation. She's a plant. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like the the house hunters equivalent, but like in space of like my husband builds model trains. And I am a a horse hobbyist. Our budget is three million dollars. <laughs> and the other unhinged things that happen on the show. I make artisanal spacesuits for dogs. Mm-hmm. Astral debris. I think also I am headcanoning that astral debris and oral phoenix are in the same universe, but maybe not in the same world. Because mm-hmm. there are both <laughs> sci-fi action RPGs that we did this season. <laughs> They're um like the Nova Crystallis series in Final Fantasy, where it's like Final Fantasy fifteen thirteen and Typo 
are all in the same world, but in very different times. Alright, I finished. Yay! Astral debris. Debris. I don't... Astral debris. <laughs> My brain, like, after reading it in astral, I want to say, like, debris, which mm. I think is, like, a European pronunciation or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the PAL version. A small force... A sci-fi action RPG. A small force of androids and robots are sent on an exploration mission and come across malevolent entities made of space junk. They explore deeper and deeper into that sector of the cosmos to defeat the hive system that is controlling and creating them. Junk from defeated enemies is used to upgrade your team member skill trees. That is a complete episode. It is. Um, we don't have Final Fantasy stuff to talk about, or Final Fantasy 4-wise anyways, because we <laughs> didn't. We didn't play it. Yeah, I... I mean, I, I sound like a broken record, but I've had a very busy week. <laughs> I didn't, but I got busy with other stuff. Final Fantasy IV, teen. Mm, mm, no, same, same. It's like whenever I have free time, that's what I'm. I've been reaching for. I got my bards at max level now, so all mm. I have left is, uh, White Mage Astrologian, Dark Knight, Monk, and Ninja. Which my current plan is to finish. The last one I want to do is Ninja because I've heard that it gets really, really fun. Even though I'm kind of where it is fun, I just need to start practicing it more. So I just have to do the other four jobs, and then I'll end leveling in Final Fantasy XIV on my main with a, a pretty pretty fun melee DPS. Hmm. Which I'm excited for. And like, <laughs> it's funny because like part of me is like, well, I could just not level Monk and just wait for the rework to play it, but then I will have one thing missing on my character sheet at max level, and I can't have that. That's fucked up. And and also, you get a, a fun mount for getting every all the battle classes to 80, and I want it. Um, okay, well, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGcast, or you can send us emails to RNGGpodcast at gmail.com. Especially if you are, like, a brand... Uh, what's the word? Not manager. If you work for Taco Bell, email us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you're a brand representative for Taco Bell, yeah, that. and you're interested in doing a collaboration with our podcast, let us know. <laughs> we might have already come up with ideas. <laughs> um. Anyways, yes, Crash, where are you on Twitter and um, online in general? My current new public-facing Twitter account is at Daphne Oliver XIV on Twitter. Mm. It's really just a repository for me posting uh, my Final Fantasy XIV screenshots, but that'll probably be my only social media presence that is unlocked going forward. I will probably still accept requests on my main, which is Crashing Waves 14, not XIV, but 1 and 4. But if you don't want to go through the the hassle of being uh, vetted by a private account. You can find, follow my public account. Cassidy, where yes. are you online? You can find me online on Twitter at Mandelpotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find all the podcasts that I do. Then if I guess it on my website, which is at Mandelpotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle at neocities.org. I learned that um, someone... Uh, the person who is going through listening to all of the podcasts that I do currently 
Mm. Uh, listens to them sped up. <laughs> ah. Uh, and I am very curious how that the plug part does sound sped up because I usually do say it kind of fast. Hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah. I think that's it for the show, except for the part where I rolled numbers. Hmm. Start with this number. What's that? That should be. Scroll all the way back up. Bonus challenge plus reroll. So what Ooh. are our bonus challenges these days? Twenty-nine of them. Three. That is level based. Okay. Okay. Level based. Uh, we have a genre. So a level based stealth game. Okay. Well, we can't do it about being a skeleton because we already talked about that. Yeah, we already made that game. Hey, remember that one time we said we weren't going to do an episode, and then we did an episode anyway? <laughs> oh, the time when we were talking about Pokemon for like an hour and a half, and then we <laughs> still did one? <laughs> oh, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I did some sprite work after that. Yeah, I I downloaded an add-on for RPG Maker that does Pokemon typing. <laughs> Because I was trying to do it manually, and it didn't quite work how I wanted it to. So then I was like, oh, there's a plug-in for this. Why am I trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel is already in the RPG Maker's database? Oh, speaking of Pokemon, I've been doing Pokemon streams of Pokemon Sword. Yes! Um, it's been a yes, monotype random run where I randomize the monotype after every gym battle. Um, I'm putting the VODs up on YouTube. There's like five VODs so far. I'm in most of them, some of them. Mm hmm. It's a pretty That's... good time. So is my other co host, Bees. Yeah! He's gonna be in this next one as well. I might be there for a teeny bit too. It might be the three of us. Who yeah. knows? Alright. Uh, so until next time, good luck. Have fun. Have fun.